Hey everyone, thanks again for joining another episode of Sweat Success. Today, we're gonna go through the same process and steps that I would use when I'd walk into a club and the gym owner wanted me to drive revenue or generate more PT sales. Same process I would use for PT Studio if they had lower revenue than than expected and they wanted to drive more revenue in their business. This is the exact same process, same thing that you can actually use today to start driving revenue without having to spend money on ads. Now, a lot of times, most of what I see is when people start thinking about this, they, ha- they think about their SOPs, they think about their process, they think about their CRM, they think about the, the, the channels and the campaigns that they need to be running in order to reactivate people through text messages and emails. And all of those things definitely are needed. But when you're starting, sometimes you just have to hit go, right? You have to look at the list of people that you can contact and start, start moving. So this really is for those who are in that position, either they don't have personal training in their business today, uh, or they're looking to to scale up their PT revenue, or their personal training studio, and they're going, how do I kind of take these next steps? Right now, there's a whole slew of things that could be going on with your business that's affecting your ability to generate revenue. And this is, it may not be the exact solution for it, but what I can tell you is that this does generate revenue, it does work, and if you implement it, uh, and, and you're kind of behind on revenue, this is a great way to start, or at least a, a great way to start thinking. So the, the first thing that we'll be doing and talking about today is how you fill your calendar with qualified PT appointments. Second one we're going to talk about is I'm going to give you an example of some phone dialogue, what you should be saying, how you should be saying it when you're speaking to clients, because there's certain language, certain words you don't really want to use because it's a trigger for them to go, I don't want to come in. Third one is the call ahead appointment dialogue, right? So I'll give you an example of what you can say. Now, again, these are examples. So you just need to frame it around that uh, if you're using these and make it yours. Because if if it sounds like me and you're the one calling, it's going to sound a little off. So make it yours. Now, the, the fourth thing is revenue expectations, how you can generate this revenue and really expect to see probably 18K or more additional this month just by making changes, okay? Just make, making these small changes. So let's, let's get into it real quick, all right? So how do you fill your calendar with new PT appointments? First thing I would do, go in. You probably have some software system. If you don't, you can use our software because we have this information. But if you don't have, uh, you should have some software system or Excel spreadsheet or some data somewhere of all the clients that were in your system at some point in time. Okay. Now you've got your active clients, the people who are coming in on a regular basis. Those people are there. That's great. What about the ones that have left? Or what about the ones who uh, came in at one point in time? Okay. They were interested in your service, but they never took action on it. Or those who had a trial and only took action for a short period of time. So you kind of have like four categories of people that you can reach out to. So let's, let's look at this here for a second. So get that list. Okay, you have phone numbers and emails and names. Hopefully, for some of those people, you have notes on them, right? If they were previous clients, you might have some information about the progress that they saw over a period of time. Those are going to be your first ones that you want to call. So get that list out and start making phone calls. We're going to talk about the dialogue in a second. The second list, which are the customers who may have uh, come in and they didn't really purchase anything. Uh, but they were on a trial, that list of customers, 
you can reach out to them and there's dialogue for that. We can use kind of the same dialogue, but if you have any information on them about body composition information or uh, what their goals were, those are all good tools to use to have conversation and dialogue around. The third list of people are those who may have shown interest. Maybe they filled out a form online or they stopped in and they were just kind of a, a, a lead or a prospect, but they never showed up for anything. Okay, so you have that list as well. Then you have your active members. That's something totally different. That's another list. That's another conversation. And there's different dialogue about that. But let's talk about the way that you go through this conversation. So typically, you've got your list. You, you segment it. So you have your group of people. Okay, If you have a CRM that you're using, great. Please put it in there. If you don't, you're going to be working off of an Excel spreadsheet and you're just going to be taking notes after every phone call that you make so you can get them in your calendar. So let's say your typical phone conversation kind of goes like this. Uh, hey, Joan, I'm calling you to see if uh, you know, you're interested in personal training. Or hey, Joan, I'm calling because at one point in time you were in here and you were training with us. I'm just interested to see if you wanted to come back. Okay. Doing things like that, that's probably going to push them away right away. But if you come in with an offer, okay. And, and I'm not saying come in with an offer, like it's 50% off. It's uh, uh, you know, buy one, get one. I'm not talking about offers like that. I'm talking about an offer of something that they have a reward that's in there in the system. Now, I know this may sound a little wrong, okay? Because for some people, they're going, eh, you're trying to trick people because you're saying that they have a reward. Now, you can actually create a reward and put it in their account. But the reason why I like going about it this way is, is twofold. Number one, I get their engagement, I get their attention, and then there's a stronger likelihood of them booking an appointment with me to come back in the door. The second reason why I like going about it this way is if I have to use a little persuasion or influence to get them in the door, I know by them, I'm serving them the best way possible because we all know that 60% plus of the population is overweight or obese. Only about 20% of the people in the population here in the U.S. even have a membership for, for, for fitness. So why not, if you're in this industry, why not? go help them out and kind of push them a little bit. I've had people tell me, Hey, Michael, you, you were kind of, you pushed me into this, but I'm so glad you did. Okay. We, as long as you're offering the value, I don't think there's the possibility for them to think for themselves that what you did was, was wrong or malicious in a way. Okay. Because as long as you're not going about this only for the money, you're going about this because you want to help them out. You want to see that they get progress. You want to want to, serve your serve based on what it is that you've learned, right? You, you learn to go out and help people achieve their goals. Well, since you're good at that, sometimes you got to handhold, you got to pull, you got to kind of persuade and, and influence people to be doing the right thing. So the call and dialogue could go to something like this. Okay. And I, I use this as an example. I call it our reserve rewards. So I give Joan a call and I say, Hey, Joan, this is Michael over at XYZ gym. I'm just calling today because I was looking at your account and I saw that you have uh, some rewards on your account and it looks like they're just sitting there and they haven't been used. Typically, they'll say, or Joan might say, so, so what is it? Well, it looks like you have a motion mapping analysis that's about to expire in the like, next seven days. I probably can push it out to 14 days, um, 
But I just wanted to make sure I, I let you know about it and that you took advantage of it before it expired. So what day do you think is going to work best for you to come in and take advantage of that? We're going to have some conversation. She might say, I haven't been in the gym in a long time, or I joined another gym. She says, I joined another gym. You can go down the, the road of saying, completely understand. Um, I hope that you're enjoying yourself there. There's no cost for you to come in. You know, I'm not calling you to have you pay something. What I'm doing is I'm calling because I'm looking at your records here and I see that last year you were at you know, this amount of uh, body composition. These were things that you were focused on. You wanted to do X, Y. How is it working so far today? Like, Where are you at? Have you seen some of that progress happen? Have you seen some of those improvements that you were looking to improve upon? And they're going to have some dialogue with you. So just roll with it. Have a real genuine conversation. I don't know where the conversation is going to go and neither do you. So as long as you open up that opportunity to let them know that they have something on their account that's about to expire, there's a sense of urgency that it might go away if they don't take action on it. And so that might encourage them to do something. Now, you're not going to get them all. But the reality is, is that you have a reason to be calling them. Okay, It's because of this is the reason why you're calling them. It's not because you just want to sell them something. Nobody wants to be sold. But people are okay being influenced as long as it's the right way. So uh, what I found success in is making calls like this, having rewards on someone's account and letting them know that it's going to expire, and then having some dialogue with them about what they were previously wanting to achieve and then working towards that so they can come back in and we can just do a, a reanalysis. I stay away from assessment. The word assessment, I stay away from. I stay away from it as much as I can because people don't like being assessed. Okay, They do it every morning when they wake up. Wake up in the morning, they get out of bed, they look in the mirror, and they've assessed themselves. Okay, They're, they're their own worst critic. They've already made that judgment. Or they go to bed and they see themselves before they go to bed and they're looking in the mirror and they're, they're not liking the assessment. So you don't need to assess but you can analyze the science, okay? The things that can make improvements in their life. And so that's what I found worked. I hope it works for you. Find a way to, to frame that dialogue so you can have the, that conversation and get them booked for a day, okay? Uh, now, let's say you go ahead and get them booked. They come in, or let's back up. They don't come in. You've got them booked. You've got them on the calendar. Typically, you want to call them in advance, and you don't want to call them like two hours in advance, Okay, that's, that's a rough go because two hours in advance, especially if they booked it two weeks out or seven days out, it might be a little tough to be like, hey, just a reminder here. Now, if you're booking them in our software and BizOps, a little plug for our software, they're going to get an automatic email reminder and let them know and you can send text messages like that. So that's all good. But at the same token, you still need to give them a call. And the reason why I feel like you need to give them a call is it's that personal touch. It's letting them know that you're going to be there. But more importantly, it's giving them the clue that you're waiting on them. You're waiting for them. So the way that typically uh, I've heard these conversations go is they'll give a call and they'll say, hey, Joan, just wanted to give you a call and let you know uh, that we have our appointment tomorrow. I just wanted to confirm that appointment. Not a good idea, in my opinion. The reason why I think it's a bad idea is because if you're just calling to confirm an appointment, you're kind of giving them the option that they don't necessarily have to come to the appointment. However, if I phrase it this way, hey, Joan, it's Michael over at XYZ Gym. Just giving you a call because tomorrow I'll be here 
waiting for you at 2 p.m. for our appointment. I just want to remind you a few things to bring. Okay, so number one, just make sure you're ready. You're you're you know wearing some uh, comfortable clothing. You've eaten a little bit of food. And if you want, bring a water bottle. We've got water here, but you can bring a water bottle if you prefer to drink out of your own water bottle. Now, we're going to go through some stuff, and it's going to be super simple and super easy and very quick. You want to say simple. You want to say easy. You want to say quick. And the reason why you want to say those things is because if I call and I say, hey, Joan, I list out all that information, and I say, by the way, tomorrow we're going to be going through emotion mapping analysis And it's going to be kind of hard. You're going to sweat a little bit. Okay, we're going to work and you're going to sweat. Be prepared. Joan's not going to want to come in. I just reduced the likelihood of her showing up. So I found not to say those things, rather to say things that are simple and easy and quick. And quite honestly, if somebody's coming in, especially if they're a novice exerciser, the last thing you want to do is brutalize them and beat them up. You don't want to take them through a workout where the very next day they're in so much pain that they don't even want to get up. Talk about negative feedback loop. They don't want that. So give them something positive. Number one, this is easy. Okay. Nobody wants to work out for the most part, 80% of the population, right? Most people don't even want to sweat. So give them some, some positive reinforcers that if they come in, this is going to be easy. It's going to be maybe fun. You know, they get a quick workout. It's simple. They're not going to be in pain. Okay. None of that stuff. They want the good stuff, not the bad stuff. So calling ahead and phrasing it and framing it in a way that you're having a conversation and you're letting them know that you're going to be there waiting for them. Right. And you can use the same thing on a voice message. You can say that I'm going to be here waiting for you. Okay. And then if they don't show, if by chance they don't show, first of all, just by you telling them that you're waiting for them that's going to increase your, your likelihood of them showing up. But let's say they don't show because 65% of on average will show up. The other 35% won't. So the 35% don't show, okay, get used to it, grow some thick skin because you're going to need it because you're going to have people tell you, no, you're going to have people not show up on you. They're going to hurt your feelings. Don't worry about it. It happens. But what I've found is that if they don't show up, just give them a quick call. Wait like 10 or 15 minutes. Hey, Joan, they typically don't pick up because they intentionally ghosted you. They intentionally didn't show up. Hey, Joan, it's Michael. Uh, I'm here at the gym. I've been waiting around. Just giving you a call to make sure that everything's okay because you didn't show today and I've been waiting here for you. Please do me a favor. Just give me a call or text. Just letting me know that you're okay. Okay? It Be genuine. You know, this isn't a call because you're trying to get them in the door so you can sell them. By gosh, I mean, hopefully nothing really did happen. However, when they do call back, Okay, because it's kind of rude if they don't show up. When they do call back, say, hey, Joan, I just, I'm glad that you called back. Thanks. Everything's all right. Everything's good. She gives you the thumbs up, tells you everything's okay. Joan, well, I, I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. I'm glad it is. But I also wanted to see if you wanted to go ahead and reschedule. Okay, you don't have to be pushy at this point because she intentionally didn't show. Like I said, the workout's going to be super quick and simple. What day were you planning on coming in next? That's the question you ask. Not when do you want to come in? What day were you planning on coming in next? Okay, plant that seed that they're planning on coming in. So that way you can get them in the door. That's what I found worked, okay? So that's the call ahead appointment reminder and dialogue. What you should say, why you should say it, how you should say it. So we just knocked out a few things. How you fill your calendar, okay? Go through the list of customers that exist there. Now, if you're a gym, 
Okay. This is one thing I didn't, I didn't touch on. If you're a gym, you got people joining every day. Okay. Or you got one a day or two a day. However many people are joining your gym every day. Very first thing you should be doing as soon as they set up after that membership. Okay. Hey, Randy, it looks like I got your, uh, your membership all set up here. Uh, and because you signed up with reserve membership or platinum membership or whatever silver, gold, whatever membership you've got for that name, uh, I see here in your account, you automatically got a motion mapping analysis. It's, it's one of the rewards for your, your service for getting that membership. Um, what day did you want to go ahead and take advantage of that? Because it looks like it expires in seven days. Okay. Be quiet. Just wait. Let him respond and get him on the calendar. And if he's not talking, okay, he's thinking, thinking, help him out with his thought process. Plant some seeds. I know they say don't talk. Last one that speaks loses. Okay. Your first one that speaks loses. Sorry, not last one. It's never the last one. It's always the first one. But you want to help him out with that thought process in this way. Randy, so uh, if he's still hemming and hawing, looking through his calendar, I mean, when are you typically coming into the gym? I mean, you just signed up for a membership. Were you planning on coming in here like on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, like a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, kind of like a, a, a two-day split or a three-day split? How do you plan on coming in here and kind of around this time? Because you're here now. Help him out with the thought process. So you can book that appointment. Okay. Once you get the appointment booked, he may even ask, what is emotion analysis? What's the, the movement analysis? What's the motion analysis? Whatever name you give it, what is it? Well, you're going to be coming in. You're going to be working with a coach. That coach is going to kind of give you some guidance on your gait, your movement, your motion, and really analyze what's probably best for you when you're coming in here so you can maximize your time so that you're more efficient in the fitness facility. Sounds good, right? Okay, so just give that feedback to Randy. Give that feedback, have that conversation with Joan when you're talking to him. So we went through how to fill your appointment calendar, some, some examples of dialogue, what to say, what not to say, call ahead appointment reminders, what to say, what not to say. And then the last thing I want to I do here is just go over some revenue expectations on how you can generate that 18K. So pay close attention. I'm running out of time here. Uh, but I just want you to like, if you can visualize this in your mind or you, you can take some notes. So if you have 30 members joining each month, okay, if we're, we're reactivating now, now we're going to these, this list of customers that typically are, you know, the 30 to 45 day, uh, customers that haven't been in the gym in a while, right? So they're the ones that you're reactivating. They're inactive. Maybe they're, they're paying, maybe they're not necessarily paying, but you're going to reach out to them. And you got to be careful. It's like touch and go on this because you don't want to make phone calls. And all of a sudden, those people that you're trying to reactivate, you have a conversation. They're like, hey, thanks, Michael. I appreciate you calling. I was actually thinking about quitting the gym uh, and not coming in anymore because I keep seeing you guys take payments out of my account. And, and I was going to give you guys a call anyway. So thanks for calling. I don't want to have that conversation. But I can tell you right now, once they get past that 30 to 45 day mark, there's the likelihood they're going to jump. They're going to be done. Okay, it happens, especially in January. So, my best recommendation is continue to follow up with customers. And if they get past that 15 day mark, give them a call. You should be giving them a call before that. But if they're not showing up after 15 days, if they haven't been coming in to get a workout, be giving them a call, nudge them a little bit to get in, get them in the gym. If they're past that 30 to 45 day, they start to get into that critical stage where they may not want to show up at all. So, let's look at this. 
30 members are joining each month. Just write down 30. 10 to 25% of your member base that re- they really should, should reactivate. So we're, we're typically what we say, see, is that if you have a 200 member inactive member list, okay, or those who need to be reactivated, 15% of them will come back in and join, okay, or get restarted or start paying again or come back and start working out, 15%. Okay, so if you have 200 of those people, that's 30 people. But let's just focus on the 30 members per month that are walking through the door. What you should see is about 85% of those should book a PT appointment. Okay, just right off the bat. We're not even digging into the people of the list of customers that you're going through. We're just talking about the people walking in the door who became members if you're a gym, if they're just signing up for memberships. Okay, 85% should book an appointment. 65% of those should show. So if you have 30 people join in a month, that's 25 people, that's 85%. If 65% show, that's 16 people should show. At a 40% close rate, that's six people. And your average personal training on a recurring revenue basis, again, BizOps does this for you. So if you're not set up on recurring, you're not auto billing every month, okay, you can do it indefinitely or you can do it you know, for a set period of time, three months, and then auto redo after that. But the average should be right around $500. Your clients are typically training right around two and a half, right? Two and a half times a week. That's the average. So you should see about 500 a month in revenue generated per customer. And if you're signing up six people, it's eight. The average person stays for six months, just so you know, that's what we've seen six months. And then, you know, you have some fall off about 70% of those stay, but you have some fall off and then they renew, but that's 18 K in, in total. Okay. Over the course of those six months, six people times $500 times six months is $18,000 over that six month period. Now, some of those people are going to renew. We know that it's 70%, at least, you know, from the hundred thousand plus clients that we've worked with. Uh, But if you push this out to six months, you do 30 members a month, and then your conversion is six people every single month. By month six, you got 36 new training clients, 36 new training clients times 500, okay, times this over the course of a year you're looking at $216,000 just in PT revenue alone just by following this process, just by working the customers that are coming in the door. And you want them to train. Beyond them getting results and training, there's a lot of other benefits. They stay at your gym if they're training, if they're getting results. I remember when I was 16 years old and I got my first results. Now, granted, I was 16, so testosterone was up a little bit and pretty much anything I did, I'd see results. But psychologically, I got results at that gym when I was young. That's where I first saw real progress. And so anytime I go home to my folks' house, that's where I try and go work out is that exact same gym because to me, that's home. That's where I first saw results. So there's that, that that's burned into me okay, to go there. So if your clients see results at your gym, you're going to maintain a longer life cycle with your clients. Your churn is going to be lower. So even if you don't, or if you're not looking to implement PT, PT is a good thing. Personal training is a good thing to implement just for the mere fact that you can keep more clients at your gym. So I didn't even talk about uh, reactivating members. You know, if you got those other 30, that's another uh, almost $37,000 of lifetime value. I won't get into it, but the reality is you, you can just, just by doing the things that we just talked about, you really can generate about another quarter million dollars in revenue per month or a quarter million dollars per year uh, for your business by following that process. It's real simple. Uh, if you have some questions, 
feel free to, to send me uh, an email, hit me up on, on uh, Instagram. Um, happy to answer any questions. Everyone, hey, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you listening today. Please comment on here, share, like it, whatever it is, uh, and, and share it with others. Until next time, thanks. Hey, real quick, if you missed something, check the show notes below for a quick recap on those points. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please share the word with other fellow gym owners too. And take a moment to visit Apple Podcasts and just leave us a quick review. I'd really appreciate that. Your review can help us reach out to more listeners just like you. And if you're a visual person, you can also find our full episodes in our YouTube channel at Sweat Success Podcast. As I always say, sweat is a price we pay for success. Thank you for listening. And remember, go out there, embrace hard work, educate yourself, push yourself beyond your limits. I know you got it. Have faith and watch success follow suit. Thanks.